0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chris Maloney back with you for another episode of CWN Weekly. It is episode number 11. It is Friday, October the 30th, 2020, hence the getup. So you can see the uh, Mr. Pumpkin guy behind me there. I've got the Devils hat going on. Uh, My second favorite hockey team in the NHL. First is Ottawa Senators. Second is the New Jersey Devils. Kind of grew up with them and uh, fitting because it is Devils night tonight. So uh, I was going to rock the uh, jersey as well. But I do have the uh, the SSB, uh, otherwise known as the Dark Order shirt, going on tonight. So anyways, uh, like I said, uh, my name is Chris Maloney, and uh, coming to you live from London, Ontario. Weather's been, um, well, fall weather here in London uh, today, pretty much throughout the week. I think we've had snow uh, precipitation twice now. So obviously winter's right around the corner. Uh, tomorrow for Halloween, it's looking, I think, plus seven. Uh, but rainy, of course, and uh, you know, it's uh, a typical fall Halloween weather, and then the clocks go ahead this weekend, so that'll be uh, or go back. Is it go back or go ahead? Spring forward, fall back. So, no, they go back. Sorry, my apologies. But, anyways, guys, uh, episode 11, uh, anniversaries, birthdays coming up this week. Today, actually, is the one and only radar uh, superstar Edge, 47 years old, born in 1973. Uh, So if you're on social media, wish Edge a happy birthday there. Uh, I do believe uh, the Devils is one of his favorite hockey teams as well, besides the Leafs. Uh, So we get that in common. But, uh, yeah, happy 47th birthday to Edge. I think he celebrated um, uh, anniversary with uh, uh, Beth Phoenix uh, this past week as well, their wedding anniversary. So, uh, you know, uh, double congratulations for uh, Edge, uh, Mr. Adam Copeland there. Uh, The second is, uh, so uh, November 2nd, Samir Singh going to turn 33 years old uh, born in british columbia canada obviously uh, part of the singh brothers there in uh, WWE, as well as the once known as the bollywood boys over there uh, in eccw back in the day and then unfortunate news but this was back in 2001 so 19 years ago on the fourth helen hart passed away at the age of 77 uh, so i i mean she lived a, a long life uh you know lots of kids lots of family Uh, You get the Patriarch and Stu Hart, but uh, they they say behind every good man is a a better woman. So, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, Helen Hart, 19 years later. But uh, without her, we wouldn't have Bret Hitman Hart and uh, the legacy and everything else that went along with it. Um, Unfortunate news that is current, though, is this. And uh, uh, this took place a couple days ago and on the 28th, actually. So just two days ago there, uh, Tracy Smothers passed away. According to uh, WWE.com, WWE is saddened to learn that uh, Tracy Smothers passed away today at the age of 58. Native uh, Springfield, Tennessee, Smothers' team was Steve Armstrong and his career began in Florida Championship Wrestling. The duo competed at WCW as the Southern Boys and the, as well as the Young Pistols and were engaged in a long rivalry with the fabulous Freebirds, a tandem of Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin. Another stint on the independent circuit, Smothers began wrestling in WWE as Freddie Joe Floyd. Excuse me. And then Smothers shared rings with icons such as Triple H, Stone Cold Steve Austin during his time with WWE. Later, uh, the wrestling veteran had a memorable run in ECW. And then uh, lots of tributes uh, came in, poured their way over social media uh, with regards to Tracy Smothers. So 58 years old, uh, you know, another one dying young, Uh, you know, rest in peace, uh, thoughts and prayers to his family, friends and fans. Uh, you know, he was battling with regards to, uh, health issues, uh, cancer issues, I believe lymphoma, uh, lymphoma, uh, my apologies. And, uh, I think somebody, I think it was Chris Hero. It started up a GoFundMe to try to get him, uh, you know, uh, money needed to, uh, uh, to be able to, uh, to deal with this. Unfortunately, the American healthcare system isn't the same way it is up here in Canada. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously with him being a wrestler, everything else, the bumps, the bruises, the the life that the uh, you know, that uh, Tracy's mothers had on the road and stuff like that, obviously took its toll. But uh, unfortunate news, 58 years old, uh, passing away way too young. So, again, thoughts, prayers and uh, to his friends, family and fans. And I remember I I forgot all about this until I read that article with regards to him being in those tag teams, the Southern boys and the young pistols. And this was back in like, I think the early nineties WCW. And like, I was, you know, growing up probably 10, 11, 12 years old. And the young pistols were, they were huge, especially that, that United States uh, tag team championship that they had over in the NWA, as well as WCW. So, Fact is, it's, uh, you know, 58 years old, so way too young. So, uh, again, thoughts and prayers with uh, regards to Tracy Smothers there. News of the week. Best of the Super Junior entrance to be revealed November the 2nd. Uh, that was announced on the 24th. So all the news I always do, always, obviously, usually starts about the moment I get off the air all the way through up until about the time I go on the air again. So if anything happens while I'm on the air, obviously, I'll talk about it if it's big uh, next week. But if it's uh, not that big, I will usually go from Saturday all the way through till Friday afternoon, so to speak. But um, I said best of the super junior entrance to be revealed November 2nd. And then two title matches kick off November in Corican hall. So I'm going to see if I can bring up this article here. And I am a little bit better at, uh, as far as my um, getting oh, Well, I can't even think of the word um, tidier, I guess neat and tidier, but uh Anyways, two title matches kick off November in Cork and Hall. Uh, after a start to the Road to Power Struggle Tour on October the 23rd, cards for the remainder of the tour have now been finalized with two title matches back-to-back. Uh, Cork and Hall sorry, November 1st and the 2nd. So you go on to read the article here. And basically, there's a lot of matches taking place Um, But the two title matches are going to be uh, the Dangerous Techers putting their IWGP Tag Team Championships on the line against Yoshihashi as well as Hiroko Godu. So that's uh, obviously Zack Sabre Jr. as well as Taichi. And then the other title match is for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. That's November 1st. The other one was November 2nd. Uh, so the junior heavyweight tag team championships. My apologies. So Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi are going to challenge uh, Kanemaru as well as El Desperado. So two title matches taking place there. I'll get into a little bit more about new Japan uh, further on the show, because obviously they're starting up a uh, new, uh, new Japan strong tonight over there on new Japan world. But um, yeah, new Japan, I mean, it's going to remain relevant till the end of the year. And then obviously through, uh, Wrestle Kingdom coming up November sorry November <laughs> uh, get my hopes up for next month uh, uh, sorry January 4th and 5th of next year 2021. Uh, from there Rohit Raju uh, signs new multi-year deal with Impact Wrestling so if you'd watched the prediction show I had predicted him to come out on top and so he did come out on top and right before uh, Bound for Glory had taken place news broke that he'd signed a new multi-year deal with Impact. I find he's a good fit freeback wrestling he's also talented as far as being in the ring as well as on the mic so i was happy to see him retain the championship uh, it'll be interesting to see who takes the title off of him I, I mean there's a few guys out there that uh could easily go into a match and beat him within probably 10 minutes but um you know he's that mouthpiece that kind of just gets under your skin just kind of you know you uh You watch him just to see if he's going to lose. So anyways, uh, good news for them. Good news for Impact Wrestling. Him signing a multi-year deal over there. Uh, Bound for Glory 2020 live results had taken place last Saturday as well. I'm not going to go into it again. Uh, Basically, if you want to see my thoughts on Bound for Glory... Uh, You can check out CWN Recap, the Bound for Glory episode, and as well as you want to see my predictions, you can check out the CWN Predicts show that I had done on Bound for Glory as well. So those are up on YouTube as well as social media, so uh, easy to find. Uh, From there, Knockouts Tag Team Tuttle's returned to Impact Wrestling. This was kind of cool because this I hadn't heard anything about, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're announcing this, and they, they started realizing, or sorry, they started really playing up the women, uh, you put them in pairs and everything else. So I'm really got to get that that little filter thing in front of me because every time I say the P, it, it you know, bounces off the mic. But Knockouts Tag Team Titles return to Impact Wrestling. Uh, Bound for Glory, it was announced that Knockout Tag Team Titles will be making their long-awaited return to Impact Wrestling and that new champions will be crowned at Hard to Kill January 16th live on pay-per-view. So that was announced. Uh, pretty good-looking titles going along with the other titles that they have. Uh, with the Knockouts division as stacked as ever, no better time to bring back the fan favorite championships, which duo will be next to put the uh, knockouts tag team titles around their waist. Tournament begins in three weeks on Impact. So, guys, if you're a fan of Impact Wrestling, uh, like I said, they're they're starting to group the the women. Uh, obviously, havoc and Nevaeh, Uh, They had uh, obviously Kylie Ray and Susie. Not sure what's going on with that. Uh, Diana Perazzo, uh, as well as Kimberly Lee. Uh, they had formed an alliance this past week, uh, so a couple nights ago, between Jordan Grace as well as uh, Alicia. Uh, so, you know, obviously they're they're vying up for, uh, you know, uh, to, to get those titles uh, to be relevant and not just to put two women together. So we'll have to wait and see how Jordan Grace and Alicia does between now and January, so to speak. But you've got almost like they kind of remind me of back in the day you had um, it was uh, Scott Norton as well as Buff Bagwell. And it was before Buff was really Buff, you know what I mean? But you had the the dominant kind of Jordan Grace and the small petite Alicia. So I, I think it's going to work out well as far as the tag team goes. Wouldn't be surprised if they actually win it. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, favorites, I you know obviously going to be Havoc and probably Nevaeh, but uh, and obviously they've got uh, Tasha Steeles and uh, Kiara Hogan as well. So it'll be interesting. It's 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 going to be an interesting couple of weeks as far as the tag team tournament goes, uh, crowning those new champions there. So, from there, guys, we go into WWE Hell and Cell 2020 results. Obviously, once again, um, CWN recaps, CWN predicts. You can check out my thoughts on uh, who was going to win, and then you can check out my thoughts of the show itself if you want to see that. Uh, From there, Survivor Series celebrate 30 years of The Undertaker. And this is kind of cool. They've announced it's going to be a huge theme with regards to The Undertaker. And, uh, you know, uh, him being around 30 years and making his debut at Survivor Series 1990. Um, I watched the episode, first episode of his series uh, that you're doing week by week by week. Uh, this past weekend, the well, last weekend, sorry, was uh, Randy Orton and uh, The Undertaker. Ended up watching it. It was pretty good. It's uh, brought back a lot of memories and this and that. You don't know how much had gone into it. Uh, you know, Randy Orton talks about the word receipt. Uh, you know, Taker is, ta- it's it's weird too, because Taker his talking like a normal, just kind of human being that we'd see at the grocery store and ask him how he's doing. You know I mean? That's the way he's talking about his match with Randy Orton, as well as the feud. So when it comes down to it, it's, it's unique because you see the Taker character in the ring that everybody knows and loves and has is, you know, seen for 30 years, but you see Mark Calloway behind the scenes talking about the undertaker character and Randy Orton talking about the Randy Orton character. And it's interesting because Randy Orton, you know, amidst some of the mistakes that he has made, uh, you know, it says he loves playing the quote unquote prick character in wrestling. That's what he's good at. Uh, he's grown up a lot since that feud with The Undertaker that they talked about. And uh, you know, from there it's uh, it's gonna be interesting for the next couple of weeks to see uh, you know, the Undertaker series. I know there's a Brothers of Destruction one. He does another episode of the Broken Skull uh, Broken Skull uh, Broken Skull Podcast. I got a little slow down here. And then from there, he also there's also one on, on Paul Bearer. And then there's one more I feel like I'm forgetting. So, guys, if you're a fan of the Undertaker, definitely check that out over the next couple of weeks leading up to uh, Survivor Series itself on November the 22nd. Uh, Lance Storm had an interview with regards to Fightful and Sean Ross Sapp. In the interview, he talked about ECW Video Games, WCW Plans, Wrestling Chris Jericho again, as well as Corner Gas. And Lance Storm and Bret Hart were on Corner Gas this past Monday. Uh, PVR the episode, I haven't got around to watch it yet, but it was on CTV Comedy. So I will be watching that uh, sometime soon. But uh, Lance Storm was excited about it. Said it's uh, one of those things that was on his bucket list. And basically... He's happy to be a part of it. Trish Stratus had a role in in, uh, in it as well, but wasn't the Trish Stratus character. And then, like I said, Bret Hart was part of it as well. So check that out. Uh, CTV Comedy, I believe they have... Well, I know they have the app, but I believe you can kind of watch it, you know, if you haven't seen the episode uh, on demand or whatever the case may be. So check that out. Uh, from there, WWE's Thunderdome run in Orlando expected to end in late November. So basically, with basketball coming back, NCAA basketball coming back... Um, Orlando doesn't have a hockey team. So they've got Tampa Bay and, uh, Florida, but I don't believe Florida. Maybe they do. I don't believe Florida plays in Orlando. And I say that with the <laughs> NHL hat on, but guys, um, Ah, uh, the, the the news to the story is this: that uh, sports are coming back, and because they're coming back, they need their arena back, so they can't have the WWE set up the way they are, which means the WWE WWEs get nosed it. But it's Vince McMahon who wants to keep the uh, whole setup with regards to the uh, Thunderdome having the pay per views there. Obviously, Raw and SmackDown are looking a lot better as well. So. He's got to find a building that basically has no pro sports taking place as far as NHL, NHL, or, you know, um, uh, NCAA or whatever the case may be. Um, it's going to be tough because he's going to need the enhancements, the theatrics, the, uh, the big scoreboards, the, um, all the uh, electricity goes into the building and this and that, you know, with the newer arenas, they have all that. And it's easy for him to uh, migrate into a building like that. If you have like an older building, you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit tougher I don't think he needs necessarily the space of the Amway center. I love the setup. Um, When I was part of the Thunderdome, it was kind of cool. You know, it was uh, like my own personal bucket list, I guess. But I don't think he needs all of that because when you look at the setup of the actual Thunderdome itself and the virtual crowd, he could get away with here in London. We have Budweiser Gardens. He could get away with a smaller arena venue like that. All depends on, you know, how high. That entrance way goes, you know how high he wants the um, the scoreboard, so to speak, above the ring. So I don't know if worst case scenario he's going to make it do. But the fact is, I don't know how many options he's actually going to have because of the fact you've got NCAA taking place, you've got uh, NHL taking place, NBA taking place, and then you know it's um, you've got the AHL and stuff like that. So the minor league hockey, hockey and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to see where it, what happens. But uh, it looks like Survivor Series might be. Uh, Maybe the last event that takes place for them in the Amway Center, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Marty Skrull, currently without a role in Ring of Honor that took place, or sorry, not took place, reported on the 26th. So obviously the uh, Speaking Out movement, uh, Ring of Honor had signed Marty Skrull to be head booker. They had also signed Marty Skrull basically to be... Uh, You know, part of the the talent roster themselves and then all of a sudden the speaking out movement takes place. And basically now he's left kind of without a role and it's unfortunate, but it is the way it is until, you know, uh, everything gets settled. And I say that, you know, with a grain of salt because of the fact you've got somebody like Jordan Devlin who made his re-debut this past week on NXT UK. So with Marty Skrull, it'll be interesting to see the take that Erring of Honor takes on him as well as whether or not we see him resurface. Um, Obviously, he signed uh, not just basically a talent deal with the Ring of Honor, but he also signed a creative deal with Ring of Honor to be part of that head booking committee. And now all of a sudden, he's he's left without a role over in ROH. So not a good sign for Marty Skrull. You know, I can't see him going to AEW if ROH does not work out. But uh, hopefully, you know, everything does work out and uh, he learns from this and kind of, uh, you know... You know, if they go their separate ways, they go their separate ways. But they go their separate ways. Obviously, it's um, one of those things where it's um, you know it's it was meant to be. It's uh, it's unfortunate, but it's just the way it is. Uh, From there, WWE SmackDown draws under nine hundred thousand viewers for one week shift to FS1. So last uh, Friday, it was uh, WWE SmackDown on FS1 because of the World Series. World Series now over. Los Angeles Dodgers end up uh, winning that. So, obviously, uh, you know, WWE was kind of left without a home. They end up going to uh, FS1 for the night. So, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, you still have almost a million people following WWE SmackDown still. But the fact is, when it comes down to it, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, the nature of the beast, so to speak, as, as as far as Fox and their sports world go, so to speak. Uh, from there, New Japan Strong Preview Road to Showdown begins. That takes place tonight. I'm going to quickly bring this up and, uh, yeah, I, I am a lot better at uh, at being um yeah, <laughs> that words drawn up blank again. Tidy. I'm going to say tidy. That's the, the word in the night is tidy. So the events have never behind as Friday night sees New Japan Strong embark on the road to showdown with some big matches set to hit New Japan World through November. Uh, main event tonight, David Finley, PJ Black, Alex Zane and Mysterioso taking on the Bullet Club, which is Kenta, Tamatanga, Tangaloa and He. Leo, and the, the one thing I found out this past week I did this show with uh, Sean Bates uh, the scumbags of wrestling and Jonesy and um, we're doing the baddest men in wrestling and like just baddest legit uh, you know uh, legit badasses so to speak so all of a sudden I'm doing research on Haku Ming uh, the father and I didn't realize that the only one who is uh, related to Haku is uh uh, tangaloa so tangaloa is his uh, legitimate son now in saying that he's got two adopted sons as well and the adopted sons that's where uh tama Tonga as well as hiku leo uh fall in so i didn't know that until this past week so i I did learn something new and i got to meet uh, the gorillas of destiny last year at roh show in toronto uh nicest guys in the world and i'm going to say that because of the fact um you know I, i paid to get my autograph i got my autograph got my pictures taken with the guys. And it was uh, enhancement talent that took the picture and, and, it was, you know, my cell phone, obviously, and the flash didn't go off. So when I checked out my photo, I was like, this sucks. And the only way to bring it back to life is to, like Photoshop and edit it. But you're going to see the graininess in this and that. So I go up to the guys, is there any way in the world you can, you know, I can get this picture taken again. And, you know, the, the enhance- enhancement talent, I forget who it was, looks at me, he goes, you know, sorry, but, uh, you know, these guys are busy, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I'm up there and I'm just kind of like, this kind of sucks. And I look. And at one point, the gorillas of destiny, basically, you know, they're not signing autographs right at that moment. So all of a sudden, you know, I, was, I, I go up and I say, hey, I said, hey, I, uh, you know, sorry to bug you guys, but I, I showed them the picture. I said, my picture didn't turn out with you guys. Is there any chance I can get another one? And sure enough, you know, Tama Tonga looks at me. He goes, yeah, of course, you know. So uh, they did a couple of photos, making sure the flash was on. So every now and then you'll see my, um, my uh, not Instagram, but my Twitter account with uh, the IWGP Tag Team Championship over my shoulder and uh, yeah, the guys are the nicest guys in the world. So Haku raised some good boys there. So that's all I got to say about that. Um, so from there, let me find my notes again. Um, where are we here? Halloween week comes to impact plus. So, uh, Halloween week taking place, I believe for free on impact impact plus. So I know they did it last week, uh, as well as part of the bound for glory weekend, but, um, Guys, if you're a fan of Impact Wrestling, uh, some of their unique matches that they have had in the past. So Monsters Ball, Barbed Wire Massacre, Doomsday Chamber of Blood, um, Bear Witness to the Monster Abyss, Raven, Relic. I didn't realize Relic. (laughs) They even say this in the article. Relic is killer spelled backwards. Didn't know that. And countless others. In addition, don't miss the best of the Demon Assassin in Rosemary's most uh, demonic matches. Uh, So she is Canadian, so check that out. But like I said, uh, that is part of Impact Plus, and it says right here on the screen, click here to watch free now. So, yeah, nice uh, little Halloween gift from Impact Wrestling there. Uh, Guys, from there, we go into uh, New Japan, another New Japan news. So they're in the news quite a bit this week. Guys, I'll let you know as well, uh, any news that I focus on, I'd say about 95% of it. It uh, basically comes from the website, so cwnonline.ca. Uh, there will be that odd one that I haven't put on the website. And I just thought it was comical or I thought it was a piece of news that maybe necessarily you know, everybody didn't really care about. But to me personally, I thought it was cool, so you'll see it in here. There, there is one that's coming up, and, and uh, I'll let you guys know. But New Japan Pro Wrestling – uh, just that 20,000 capacity limit for Wrestle Kingdom 15. So that was announced on the 27th. Uh, so, guys, Wrestle Kingdom 15 taking place uh, January 4th and 5th in the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, true story. I had planned to go before coronavirus hit. Uh, I was started looking into it last January. So I when I watched, a new J- sorry, when I watched Wrestle Kingdom 14. And saw the matches that had taken place and the atmosphere and everything else. I looked at my wife. I said, I got to go. I said, I want to take a trip to Japan by myself, go seven to 10 days. Uh, you know, one of her best friends is a, a captain, uh, you know, a, a pilot, so to speak. And, uh, you know, she was recommending um, uh, places to stay as well as, uh, uh, you know, how to get over there, how to travel, what to do, what not to do, this and that. And I was looking into it and I was looking at the pricing as well. And when I, when I you know, when I told my wife the price, she was like, okay, well, if you want to do it, do it. So, I was like, okay, <laughs> it's kind of like would have been my Christmas present, birthday present, everything else. You know what I mean? But, uh, anyways, fact is, when it comes down to it, obviously coronavirus hits, so I'm not going to Wrestle Kingdom, but uh, uh, 20,000 people will be there. Uh, normally, it's 40 to 50,000 people at uh, capacity wise for Wrestle Kingdom, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see 20,000 people spaced out properly. I know I watched uh, some of the G1 Climax uh, 30 shows; uh, they were absolutely amazing to see the fans in attendance again. To uh, you know that newton new japan silence that new japan collapse so to speak um it's an interesting atmosphere as far as the wrestling goes it's not like north america where they scream and yell and and get it up in the wrestlers faces they appreciate it like they're watching almost theater over there so again twenty thousand people in tokyo dome it's going to be absolutely amazing to watch so new japan world uh wrestlemania wrestlemania wrestle kingdom so sorry Uh, taking place uh, January 4th and 5th of next year. Serena Deeb defeats Thunder Rosa for the NWA World's Women Championship. Uh, That is the first time we're going to mention Thunder Rosa's name uh, for the uh, news this week. Uh, So Serena Deeb uh, ends up losing the first one to her and I think that was back in September and all of a sudden on UWN, I think primetime it was the episode six or seven this week. Uh, she ends up winning the championship from her. So yeah, Serena Deeb, your new NWA world women's champion. Uh, WB performance center experiences COVID-19 outbreak that was reported on the 28th. Uh, fact is they had reported that it wasn't none of the main roster talents. And uh, I don't think last night, so not last night, two nights ago, with regards to Halloween Havoc, I don't think anything changed as far as what they wanted to uh, produce, so uh, that is good news there. Um, nothing major come out of it, just that the news report, like I said, on the 28th, uh, Major League Wrestling MLW resigns with BN Sports for weekly shows on Saturday nights. So here in Canada, you can check that out 10 p.m. every Saturday night. Right now, they're doing MLW Underground, but they will be back with Fusion, and I uh, will uh, get to that uh, momentarily here. Fans approved to attend NXT taping with a negative COVID-19 test. That was on the 28th as well. So when the news broke with regards to the COVID outbreak, apparently fans were tested uh, with regards to the Performance Center on the Tuesday or Tuesday night or something like that. So Wednesday, those same fans were able to enter uh, into the Performance Center, the Capital Wrestling Center, as they call it right now, uh, to be part of NXT. Uh, somebody on a podcast had mentioned well if they get tested on tuesday and they go out to the bars on tuesday night you know so it's it is that uh that entity so to speak that yes that stuff could happen uh but uh halloween havoc obviously took place the fans were in attendance so the fact is uh when it comes down to it um you know it's uh is going to do what they can to uh uh you know avoid uh any kind of major outbreaks as far as COVID goes they I mean, they, they are down in Florida, which is a little bit different from here up here in Canada. That's for sure. Uh, but the fact is, they're still going to be safe. Everybody's got families, everything else. So uh, WWE Supercard Season 7 coming this November. Um, Apple, you know, iOS, uh, your iPhone, your Google Android. I think it's on Facebook as well. Um, not a big fan of uh, the games as far as cell phones and mobiles go. But um, this might be one I get into. So it's uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, next month. Uh, Maven announced for <laughs> November 4th, WWD bump. This is one of the, that's that piece of news I was talking about that didn't make the website. So uh, Maven greatest memory of him was I was at WrestleMania 18. I had floor seats in Toronto and all of a sudden I was out in the aisle and then sure enough, it was him and I think Spike Dudley and gold dust, Come running down the same aisle, I think, where I was. I, and I, I don't think I got any pictures of it because I took a lot of photos, by the way. But I think I was reloading my, my and this was back in the days of film, okay? <laughs> so I, I am older, but uh, this is back in the days. That, and I think I was reloading film as they were coming by me. I was like, oh, that would be a great moment, great picture to get, you know? Cell phone wise, it would well, yeah, of course you know I would have had my cell phone and video and everything else. But uh, anyways, that's my biggest memory of Maven there is is uh, being probably from here ten feet away from the guy you know passing me as Goldust is chasing him. So anyways, it was kind of cool. Uh, Thunder Rose, Rosa drawing interest from WWE and AEW despite NWA contract. Uh, that was big news of the week. Apparently she's in con or so. She, apparently she's under contract until twenty twenty one. So she is not going anywhere. Uh, but the fact is, if a deal is worked out, I don't think it's going to be Billy Corgan in the WWE. I think it's going to be Billy Corgan as well as uh, AEW. So we've seen the AEW guys kind of invade. Uh, so obviously Ricky Starks is there. Um, you've got Eddie Kingston is there. Thunder Rose is there. Serena Deeb is there. Uh, you know, So I, I think it's an AEW-NWA um, cross-promote thing. I think when the time is right, NWA, if they do decide to come back, into the business again and start producing weekly tv shows beyond uwn i think we'll see AEW stars invade so to speak uh nwa so i think that'd be cool especially when they got nick aldis as as champion and now serena deeb as well so uh you know and then they've got um uh the pope who is now uh the i want to say a tv champion i believe is right yes it is because trevor murdoch is the uh the uh uh the na- national champion i believe so yeah so nwa is still out there it would be interesting to see how they rebound from covid though uh matt riddle gets name adjustment now going just by riddle uh, that was announced yesterday on the 29th uh so whatever <laughs> uh, wwe has another big quarter uh posting net income of 48.3 million um there's big articles on post wrestling as well as f4w as well as uh, WB Corporate, of course, so you can check that out. Long-winded, there was an audio call as well, the biggest thing that came out of the audio call. WB and Netflix producing multi-part Vince McMahon documentary, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, a lot of questions with regards to the ratings, the talent, COVID, everything else, so check that out. It is on uh, cwnonline.ca so you'll be able to find the link easily that way. Uh, from there, what do we got? MLW returns Wednesday, November 18th at 7pm, so the restart officially, so that's going to be MW, uh, sorry, MW, MLW Fusion, Uh, It's going to be coming back to uh, TV. So that'll take place every Wednesday, 7 p.m. That is on FUBU as well. FUBO, not FUBU. Uh, Fubo Sports, and then it'll be on DAZN, YouTube, and and uh, uh, BN Sports, all, all that sort of stuff as well, so uh, easy ways to find MLW all over the place, and uh, one of the matches that I think they got set up is uh, uh, Reed Myron Reed, I think is going to be uh, facing Brian Pillman in one of the first shows, so uh, that, Brian Pillman Jr., obviously, so that will be interesting to see. Uh, WB star suspends Twitch accounts, Friday meeting scheduled, that was today, so Obviously the news that was broken probably about uh, four to five weeks ago with regards to WB hammering down on social media accounts uh, is it's happened. So page wasn't too happy about it. AJ Styles uh, made reference to it. Uh, who else? Um, I think uh, Al- 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 I Black as well as Zelina Vega. And then Cesaro, I think had commented as well. A lot of them saying that basically it wasn't goodbye. It was just kind of, uh, you know, just basically we're just putting on pause I think the big thing that comes out of it is with regards to them having to use their real names to be part of, uh, uh Twitch. So they can't use the same accounts that they've been using. So if they come back, you'll be seeing like Soraya as far as page goes and Alan, as far as AJ styles goes, uh, you know, so I, I think if they do come back, that is what you're going to see. I'm still getting used to Twitch. I'm not uh, big on it yet. Obviously the show is live right now on Twitch, but I'm still learning about Twitch. So, uh, but, uh, excuse me, I definitely know it was a big money maker for a lot of those guys. And obviously Lana Rusev were part of that as well. Now known as Miro. So, but that is AEW. And speaking of AEW, as far as the last little bit of news goes for pro wrestling, uh pack to break his silence on AEW dynamite next week. So hasn't been uh, heard from since March. Uh, obviously his uh, his brothers in arms so to speak with regards to Penta and Ray Phoenix have moved on to become part of the family with regards to Eddie Kingston and the butcher the blade and the bunny and uh, now all of a sudden he's going to break his silence so uh, Pac the bastard as the, they call him is going to be interesting to see uh, what he has to say so guys last little bit of uh, pro wrestling news well, I got highlights ratings and then previews and then going to do Survivor Series card so far, but I'm not going to. I'll leave it for another week. But highlights from Raw. Uh, Styles defeats Jeff Hardy for a qualifying match. Uh, Keith Lee defeats uh, Elias. I always want to say Elias. but It's, it's Elias, obviously. Uh, Keith Lee defeats uh, Eli- uh, Elias. See, I almost screwed up there. Uh, to basically be part of that team as well. Her Business defeats Retribution by DQ. Uh, came down to, that was, a, by the way, a tag team elimination match. Two spots, number one. Ali getting down to Mustafa Ali getting down to his own and basically just saying, screw it and hitting one of the guys with the chair, uh, you know, gets uh, disqualified. So obviously, uh, you know, her business wins. The other thing was this weird thing with Mia Yim who looked like she got possessed and she ended up costing. I, I think MVP, I think, ended up getting pinned because of it, because he's so distracted. And I haven't heard anything as what it was referenced to. But yeah, if you haven't seen Raw yet, go back and look for footage just of Mia Yim and doing what she did. And I mean, it was weird and it went on longer than I thought it would. And obviously she came out of it and then she got booted from the ring. You know, the referee didn't like what she was doing. But uh, I'm not I, I don't know what the backstory is, why she did it and where they're going with it. But uh, it was a unique moment on, on Raw there. Another unique moment was Lana winning a fatal four match to join team raw. Obviously she gets put through the table again by Nia Jax fifth or sixth time. I think it was. And then Sheamus defeats Matt Riddle still known as Matt Riddle back then uh, to be part of the uh, team raw survivor series team there. So guys from there, AEW dark highlights uh, evil Uno and Stu Grayson, like I said, rocking the SSB shirt here uh, defeated a tag team known as top flight. And then uh, Brandon Cutler, Defeats Peter Avalon to get his very first win in AEW. So, uh, guys, Peter Cutler, Peter Cutler. Brandon Cutler is no longer uh, on. Well, I, sh- I shouldn't say that, but uh, he's no longer a loser. He he has one win. So, uh, you know, be it as it may. Uh, impact highlights here. Rich Swan defeats Eric Young in a title match, which was quick. Uh, I haven't seen impact. So I'm just going by the, uh, the highlights and the results that, that uh, I saw posted. Uh, Tommy Dreamer defeated Brian Myers in a hardcore Halloween match. Triple uh, XL defeats the Rascals. The Rascals are on a losing streak right now. They lost against the Deaners on the Bound for Glory kickoff show. And then obviously against Triple XL. Uh, Perazzo, Sue Young, legal se- uh, s- uh, segment there. So apparently what had happened was uh, Perazzo come out with legal, uh, said basically she was supposed to let fight Kylie Ray uh, wants her title back because she wasn't scheduled to face Sue Young. And all Sue Young comes out and and kicks the crap out of them. And then there was the wedding segment of Johnny Bravo and Rosemary. Uh, Prior to the wedding, uh, apparently Taya Valkyrie said that uh, Johnny Bravo's, uh, you know, becoming uh, basically uh, the worst guy in the world because he's uh, stressing out about the wedding. Uh, They say their ideas or whatever the case may be. Father James Mitchell is there. Uh, They go and uh, about to kiss. Lights go out. Next thing you know, they hear a shot. Lights come back on. Johnny's been shot. So who shot Johnny Bravo? Look for it continuously through the end of the year, probably. So uh, my, my my vote is uh, Cody Diener. Diener's always get this look on his face. So I'm going to say Diener might be suspect as far as shooting Johnny Bravo. I'm not sure why, but I'm, I'm going to put my money on saying Cody Diener didn't. This is going to be like that clue game. So nobody really dies. <laughs> uh, ROH highlights Tracy Williams defeats Jay Lethal by submission. Jonathan Gresham defeats Josh Woods by pinfall. Uh, pure, title, uh, pure title tournament finals are set. So you've got Tracy Williams uh, taking on Jonathan Gresham for the ROH pure championship coming up. Uh, Halloween Havoc highlights. You've got, uh, let me see here, Gargano defeats Damian Priest in Devil's Playground match to become the new uh, North American champion. Uh, Pete Dunn arrived in NXT, joined Pete McAvee, uh, Oney Lorkin, and Danny Burch, uh, laid, uh, laid a beatdown on Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Dexter Loomis uh, Cameron Grimes had a haunted house of terror match haven't seen NXT because I ended up watching AEW on Wednesday but just the look of Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis in a van and it's uh kind of looked awkward and <laughs> weird but uh I mean that's the whole Dexter Loomis character, right? Uh, Io Shirai ends up beating Candice LeRae in the main event table ladders and chair tables ladders and scares match, and to uh, to retain. And then uh, who was it? Uh, Ray Ripley defeats uh, Gonzalez. Uh, I always want to say Renee Gonzalez, but it's Raquel Gonzalez. So that was another match that took place. AEW highlights: uh, Hangman Page defeats Wardlow to advance. Uh, Young Bucks announcement saying that at Full Gear, if they don't win the titles, that's it. They're never challenging for them again. Uh, Inner Circle Town Hall, which was uh, kind of comical there. Eric Bischoff made another appearance at AEW. Um, big point of this is basically Sammy Guevara as well as Ortiz basically say they couldn't care less about MJF, so the fact is they're going to fight him and Wardlow next week. Uh, Cody defeats Orange Cassidy in a lumberjack match. Serena Deeb defeats uh, Layla Hirsch uh, to retain the NWA Women's Championship. Uh, Sean Spears, who I think is now 11... And, oh, in his last 11 matches, uh has a, a bit of a tussle there with uh, Scorpio Sky. So he beats somebody in the ring. I forget the initials. VSK, I think. I'm not sure. You would go on the AW website. And then all of a sudden, he goes out into the ring, and, and somebody's throwing candy at him. And ends up being this bull. So Sean Spears takes the bull, pulls him in the ring, uh, you know, goes to load up the glove. And as he's loading up the glove, he unmasks. He basically be Scorpio Sky. And Scorpio Sky uh, nails Sean Spears. And so obviously they, those two are continuing their fear, uh, feud. So Sean Spears, uh, Scorpio Sky, I'm interested in to see it. it uh, two good athletes there. And then Kenny Omega defeats Penta in the main event to advance. So you've got uh, Kenny Omega uh, taking on Hangman in the finals of the tournament. And Kenny Omega is back to in almost full out New Japan, Kenny Omega. So guys, if you're a fan in New Japan for wrestling or Kenny Omega, start watching AEW there. And then NXT UK highlights. Uh, Jordan Devlin, like I said, made his return, defeat uh, Levi Muir. And then Walter defeats uh, Ilya Dragunov in uh, uh, basically one of the best matches I think I've seen this year just as far as hard hit. Hard hitting, just brutality as far as the two guys went, and you didn't know which way it was going to take place. But man, those chops by Walter, geez, I mean, he could he could slap down a brick house. Um, I'm loving Walter. I got to see him live at uh, in Toronto last year, and uh, he's uh, appears a lot bigger on TV. But when you see him outside the ring, one of the most humble, nicest guys that you ever meet. Uh, ratings this week: so Raw, one million seven hundred thirty-two thousand. 0. 0.51 in the 18 to uh, 49 demo, 6th on cable. Uh, AEW was 781, i I'm sorry, 0. 0.32 in the 18 to 49, 12th on cable. Canada, and I'm loving these stats by post-wrestling, so John Pollock is really good at this, or Wake, Ting, one of the two. Uh, Canada, uh, as far as the viewership goes, 103, uh, sorry, 103,500, so 103,500 uh, as far as Canadian viewers go, 68,200 in the 25 to 54 demo, so the demo is a little bit different. Number one sports program in the country on Wednesday. So that is pretty cool to hear. And then NXT beat AEW this week. And obviously the heavy promotion for Halloween Havoc, uh, Shotzi Blackheart doing the hosting. But uh, 875 as far as NXT goes this week, 0.25 in the 18 to 49, 21st on cable. So that is it for ratings there. And last little bit as far as uh, uh, pro wrestling goes, SmackDown preview tonight. Last I saw, Jay Uso faces the consequences of losing to his cousin Roman Reigns at W Hell in the Cell. Uh, Kevin Owens is fighting tonight, and Jay Uso I think is fighting Daniel Bryan tonight on SmackDown. Uh, so check that out after you're done watching the show here. Uh, 205 Live preview: Kurt Sullivan taking on Aria Devary, Mansoor, and the Brian Kendrick taking on Ever Rise. Uh, New Japan Strong Preview, I'd already mentioned that, but like I said, you've got Finlay, PJ Black, Alexander, Misterioso taking on Bullet Club, and then MLW Underground, which is MLW uh, highlights from like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, this week, Steve Carino is champion, defending against Mike Awesome. Uh, the Hit Squad taking on the Samoan Island Tribe. And then Dr. Death Steve Williams, he was part of the tournament we did for Fantasy Warfare tournament this past uh, Wednesday, uh, taking on the one and only C.W. Anderson. So, yeah, uh, that should be uh, good for anybody who's looking for wrestling tomorrow night on Halloween. Uh, Survivor Series 2020 card, I will talk about that probably starting next week. It makes sense, the month of November. I was going to do it tonight, but uh, running... Uh, Short on time and I've got some other stuff I want to talk about and a big announcement I want to make as well uh mixed martial arts UFC 254 Khabib versus Justin Gaethje took place last Saturday uh obviously the big news of that is Khabib uh Nurmagomedov I'm I'm still learning how to pronounce that name but I will get better uh uh, (laughs) Nurmagomedov A little bit better. Anyways, announces his retirement. So um, I'm going to bring up this here because I wanted to know personally. I know he's 29 and 0, and I think he said he's 13 and 0 as far as uh, uh, UFC goes. Uh, but his nickname is the Eagle. Guys, 5'10, 155 pounds. Uh, you know, um, and this is what I'm looking for here. Age 32 years old. So Khabib is only 32, retiring uh, from UFC, retiring from mixed martial arts. Uh, said it's just not the same without his dad, and it's completely understandable. Uh, with regards to his dad, I'm just going to bring this up quickly here. All this comes from Wikipedia, by the way, so it's uh, uh, it's easy to find. But um, married in 2013, but in May of 2020, uh, Khabib's father and longtime trainer, Abdul Manap uh, who he was very close to was placed in medical induced coma after contracting COVID-19 following heart surgery died on July the 3rd, 2020, the clinic in Moscow at the age of 57. So uh, Khabib in his uh, post fight interview for UFC 254, just basically said he couldn't do it anymore without his dad. He made a promise to his mother. So that was it. He was hanging up the, um, the gloves so to speak left his gloves laying in the ring uh retires as champion and uh, basically says if the ufc wants to do anything for him is basically make him number one as the best pound per pound fighter ufc has ever had obviously john jones had taken offense to that but it's just john jones being john jones you know so anyways uh you know um happy retirement to khabib um you know it's uh, sad what happened with his dad it's sad that he's you know going out at the height of uh uh, what he was as far as champion goes, or what he uh, you know was what what he also meant to the UFC. Um, and the fact is, uh, you know, but to make a promise like that to his mom and to basically honor his father the way he is, uh, you can't you can't really be upset about that. Um, GSP uh, reacted to the news, so there's an interview with him and Ariel Hawani. Uh, as part of the MMA show that was on uh, the 24th as well, so pretty much within a couple hours of Khabib announcing his uh, his news there. Other uh, MMA news: so Musasi beats Lima at Bellator 250 to win the middleweight championship, and also AEW's Jake Hager wins at Bellator 250 as well, a split decision. Um, when you see the close-ups of Jake Hager, now this is a guy you normally see in the wrestling ring, but you see the close-up of Jake Hager after winning by split decision. He's cut open. He's you know you can tell the bruises have you know are are, are going to hit. Uh, it'd be interesting to see him if he uh, if he's on AEW on Wednesday to see what kind of shape he's in. But uh, it's uh, the heavyweight division. He I think his opponent was 270 ish and Hager um, had ring. Sorry, had had uh, weighed in 253 ish. I believe it was. So I think it was about a 20 pound uh, weight difference between the two. But it's a heavyweight division. So it's I mean, you have a guy who's 350 pounds that you're fighting against, you know, uh, but uh, Hager ends up winning. So he's uh three oh and one. As far as MMA uh, Bellator goes, so, and he says he uh, he's looking to fight again. So uh, I don't think it'll be by the um, you know anytime again this year, but uh, early next year, probably January February, I could see uh, Hager stepping back into the uh, the octagon, so to speak. And then uh, one championship inside the Matrix took place earlier on. Uh this morning you can check out full video on cwnonline.ca uh that is courtesy of YouTube it was about a 3 hour production so if you're looking for MMA uh definitely check that out cwnonline.ca like i said, courtesy of YouTube for one championship inside the matrix and then tomorrow Halloween UFC fight night uh you've got Hall versus Silva uh, so Uriah Hall taken on the one and only Anderson, the spider Silva, uh, main card takes place seven o'clock PM, uh, Eastern time. That is on TSN five prelims, 4 PM Eastern time on TSN five as well. So guys free fighting tomorrow, uh, as far as uh, UFC goes, and that is the end of that. So as always, I do this, I do this, I'm going to get some water into me. And uh, I'm going to uh, show some promos by Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling, as well as Ryan Knights of the Knights of the Squared Circle. And we'll talk about some Canadian independent wrestling here. So, guys, uh, hang tight, and uh, I'll be right back with you guys.
1: Hey, wrestling fans. It's Sean from the Scumbags of Wrestling. Have you checked out our latest T-shirt design? It's inspired by our friends over at London Comic-Con. Nigel Lewis of NCL Studios came up with this amazing design of a comic book cover features 22 stars of the Ontario independent wrestling scene, including Cody Diener, Jody Thread, Casey Spinelli, Tyson Dukes, Brent Banks, Tarek, Sebastian Swab, Halal Beefcake, graduates of the Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory, and many more. You can get your t-shirt for just $30 or buy the poster for $15. Proceeds from this sale are going to go to Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto on behalf of Stevens Wrestling Journey. Stevens is an eight-year-old fighting carry malformation and they're searching for a cure. You can contact me either through our Facebook page, Scumbags Wrestling, or email me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. Get yourself a great t-shirt with an amazing design and help a wonderful cause at the same time. So contact me today and get your shirt or poster.
0: Are you a pro wrestling fan? Do you want the latest info on shows and the stars that appear throughout Ontario? Are you looking for information and insight into the independent wrestling scene? Want interviews and information on the big leagues? Then you want Knights of the Squared Circle with Ryan Knight on Coyote 103. Ryan has his finger on the pulse of wrestling in Ontario on every level. And he brings that to you every Sunday at noon. Listen for your wrestling fix with Ryan Knight and Knights of the Squared Circle. Sunday at noon, only on Coyote 103. So, as always, thank you for the promos from Sean Bakes of the Scumbags of Wrestling as well as Ryan Knight of the Knights of the Squared Circle. Uh, again, we're going to talk some Canadian independent wrestling news here. So, hashtag We are CIW. Uh, you can see the actual website itself down below. So, www and to slow down <laughs> canadianindependentwrestling.ca so that affords you to the uh, facebook group last i check i think we're at 366 is uh, th- 366 as far as members go uh so the push for 400 before the end of the year but uh, like i said canadianindependentwrestling.ca so this is my time to talk about independent wrestling here in canada something i love something i've loved for god a long time now um i think i went to my first ever show uh, medway arena here in london ontario back in the late 90s and uh you know i think the last show i went to was a smash wrestling show um uh, might have been the christmas one at the uh, london music hall and then obviously oh no no hold on a second i know it was fanshawe show i think it was carter mason tyson dukes in the main event so i think that was the last independent wrestling show i had gone to and then all hell broke loose as far as this virus goes Uh, But uh, I'm missing Canadian independent wrestling. So Uh, some of the people in the country of Canada, though, are not missing it because it is live and, uh, you know, obviously uh, safe uh, in uh, different parts of uh, the country. Um, Saying that RCW Friday Night Fights, Calgary, Alberta, October 30th. So tonight, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time, RCW Saturday Night Fights, Edmonton, Alberta, October 31st, tomorrow, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time as well. Uh, CWE Live in Medicine Hat, Alberta, taking place tomorrow, October 31st, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. NSW presents Next Level online show November the 1st, which is Sunday, taking place 4 p.m. Eastern. That's ipay And then there is a free pre-show taking place at 3.15. I think one of the matches has Eze e taken on Ricky Wildly. Wildy? I think it's Wildly. I've never got the chance to see the guy. It's um, a little bit uh, you know, outside of the London area. But um, you know, anyways, long story short, they are having an eye-per-view as far as uh, New School Wrestling goes. Uh, I think that is owned by Steve Brown, world-renowned Steve Brown. Uh, so check that out if you get a chance. Like I said, there's a 45-minute pre-show, and then the, the main show starts uh, at uh, 4 p.m. And don't forget about the time change. So 4 p.m. Is, would be realistically well, I don't know, do the math. (laughs) But uh, if I'm missing any shows at all, upcoming at cwnonline.ca is the way to get in touch with me as far as shows go that I'm missing. Um, Everything I do is done through Facebook or social media, Twitter. Uh, so that's how I find out about the shows. But if you're a promoter, talent, anything at all, and like I said, I'm missing anything, upcoming at cwnonline.ca. Uh, Shooting Up North Indie Edition with Lewis Carlin presents Holden Albright. That was on the 24th. You can find that on YouTube as well as cwnonline.ca. Shooting Up North Indie edition with Lewis carlin presents the upperclassman jefferson james uh that was yesterday the 29th again cwnonline.ca as well as youtube um steven's wrestling journey steve's three with fred rosser otherwise known as darren young that launched today on youtube obviously steven spice uh, steven's wrestling journey uh, that's the guy behind it Uh, you can check him out facebook instagram twitter youtube uh, you know, guys, uh, dealing with, uh, uh, Kiarima formation, um, you know, it's, uh, tough being the age he is and, uh, you know, but, uh, wrestling, he loves wrestling and wrestling makes him forget about what he's dealing with. But like I said, Steven's wrestling journey, Sean, uh, basically the scumbags are wrestling his t-shirts, his posters, all the money from that goes to sick kids in Toronto. Uh, you know, as, as on behalf of Steven. Uh, so, you know, check out his work because he he, he does. Uh, he has a gift as far as doing interviews goes. But like I said, Stevens 3 uh, with Fred Rosser, Darren Young, that is on uh, YouTube as well as uh, I haven't posted on CWN online yet, but it will be on CWN online uh, within the next couple hours, I believe. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about as far as Canadian Internet Wrestling goes and what's out there. So Big Ben and Friends podcast, episode number 20. Uh, does an interview with Nolan Edward. Uh, it's not your typical uh, opening as far as the show goes. And uh, this is why. So Big Ben, um, uh, Ben Ortman, uh, is a, a part of uh, the, uh, I want to say Canadian, but it's not, it's Cross Body Pro Wrestling Academy. And he uh, you know plays a message at the beginning with regards to what's going on with uh, Notorious TID as well as his wife. And guys, I'm going to just read this to you here. Um, I'm just going to do a a refresh just to see where we're at, but uh, fundraiser right now uh, for Kelly Brown Tidwell, um, $7,200 has been raised of a $10,000 goal, Uh, 73 donors, so almost $100 per uh, per person uh, that they're donating there, and uh, 483 shares, 73 followers. Uh, It's doing well. Uh, They are about, uh, like I said, $2,800 away from that goal. But uh, this is why it's taken place, created six days ago, by the way. So on Friday, October 9th, the lives of the Brown and Tidwell families changed forever. Kelly Brown Tidwell was suddenly diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Kelly is the most loved and admired person I know. Her work with Dog Rescue and her tireless work to care for all those around her and make Kelly a priceless member of our community. As radiation and chemotherapy awaits her in the next few weeks, she deserves the support from us that she has selflessly given over the years. Uh, Please consider supporting this wonderful woman and her fight with cancer. So, guys, uh, check that out uh, with regards to GoFundMe. You can check out um, the Twitter feed as well as the Facebook feed right now of CWN Online, um, as well as the websites of CWNOnline.ca to find the links for the GoFundMe. Um, but uh, again, it's a fundraiser for Kelly Brown Tidwell. Uh, thoughts and prayers are with them right now. Uh, like I said, I found out the news from watching uh, Big Ben's um, uh, um, and friends podcast, episode number 20. at the beginning of the show, that's how he had started out. But guys, it's uh, you know, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, any money that can be raised to help any individual out there, especially one of our own in Ontario independent wrestling. Uh, you know, definitely if you have money that you can uh, spare, uh, donate, uh, to, uh, you know, good causes as far as breast cancer awareness month goes, or Kelly Brown Tidwell. Um, I will say this. So the, um, uh, the shows that I got to see independent wrestling, uh, the very first ones I get to see, uh, Tid was on, I know the one I saw at Centennial hall. I'm not sure if he was on the first one I saw at Medway. But uh, here's a guy who's been part of the business for a long time. I believe when I was doing a, a former podcast back in, I think, fifth, not 15, but 2005, I think I had the uh, the honor of interviewing him. might have been 2006. And uh, again, he was one of the founding fathers, so to speak, of the law, Live Audio Wrestling way back in the day. So... Um, you know, thoughts and prayers with him and his wife and his family, and hopefully they get through this. And guys, like I said, if you have the ability, uh, go to go fund me links are on, like I said, uh, CWN's Facebook, as well as Twitter, as well as the website. Uh, so if you have, uh, you know, money to spare, please help these guys out and, uh, and support. And, uh, hopefully, uh, Kelly Brown Tidwell uh, makes it out of this. And, uh, uh, you know, it's a lot of support. Like I said, right now, 73 donors, which is absolutely amazing. So from there, um, I don't think there's anything Canadian independent wrestling uh, wise based that's left. I'm stumbling my words here, but uh, I'm closing out the show pretty soon. But I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. And again, Canadian independent wrestling.ca is the way to find the website, the Facebook group. Eventually the website will exist, but right now it goes and forwards to the the Facebook group itself. But guys, something I am proud of is is what I talked about last week. And that was the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. And I'll bring up the the social media links and everything else uh, momentarily here. But myself... And Sean Bates and Christine Perci uh, had broken the news with regards to the categories that you'll be able to vote on. Um, and then basically last week we announced four of them. So last week we announced the uh, the legend category as well as the male wrestler category, the female wrestler category, as well as the tag team category. Well, guys, it's my honor tonight to introduce the next four categories And I'm going to do this through video here. And then once I come back, I'll talk uh, a little more about the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. But guys, this is something I'm proud of, something Sean is proud of, something Christine is proud of as well. But guys, check out this video here. These are the next four categories uh, for the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. So there you have it, the next four categories, the final four votable categories, as far as the class of 2021 goes, as far as the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. So you can see their Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. You can see all of the social media links as well as the website down below. So it's simply CPWHOF.ca, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. We've got to get a following before I can change the uh, the actual um, uh, name. But uh, you just basically check out CPWHOF on YouTube. Search that, and you'll be able to find the uh, the link itself, or go to the website CPWHOF.ca, and you'll have all the uh, the links up there as well. Uh, email is CPWHOF uh, at CWNonline.ca, and then the official hashtag is just hashtag CPWHOF. So. Very excited about this one. So again, last four categories, the votable categories are this. So you've got the sharpshooter. So the sharpshooter, and if you're, you know, if you know anything about me at all, you've heard me use that term before, sharpshooter. I actually had a website devoted to it as well, uh, sharpshooter podcast as well. So it's, uh, like I said, uh, me and the sharpshooter kind of go hand in hand as far as stuff that I've done. Um And it existed even before the Sharpshooter website existed. So I used to have these monthly awards that I used to put out as far as CWN goes. And it was the Sharpshooter and the Siren. And obviously the Sharpshooter is a a, a category in the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN, as well as the Siren Award. So what they are is the Sharpshooter Award is men's future uh, superstar. So the Siren Award is uh, women's future superstar. So. With regards to the voting, uh, the categories are uh, this. You'll have five competitors in every single category. So the men's award, the women's award, tag team award, the sharpshooter award, the siren award. Five in every single category. Obviously, five will be five tag teams, uh, uh, Canadian based, of course. The legend award is prior to 1980, which means that wrestler, that talent has had to have a career prior to 1980. So we're talking about people back in the 40s, 50s 60s 70s so to speak as long as their career so to speak started before 1980 that is the cutoff they are considered a legend and they will be part of that category if they've been voted in to be voted for. Uh, from there like I said sharpshooter siren that is all across Canada so that is Canadian independent wrestling. so the sharpshooter awards for the men Siren award is for the uh, the women. Sharpshooter, like I said, is uh, is uh, true to my heart. Uh, You know, I um, went away from CWN to try to uh, create the Sharpshooter, the website, the podcast. Um, It's always meant something here in Canada, especially with Bret Hart. The Siren Award. It was an award, like I said, I had done before um, Sharpshooter even existed uh, as a way of like a monthly kind of standout. I'll see if I can bring up some graphics maybe in the next couple of weeks just to show you guys how I used to do it. I think I might still have the little trophy pictures that I created. But um, uh, long story short, Siren Award means even a little bit more because of Casey Michael, who uh, had the website Squared Circle Sirens. Uh, He ended up passing away uh, due to cancer, unfortunately. So that siren term actually uh, honorable uh, for him, for the website that he used to have. But just, uh, you know, it's again, it's always gone with the sharpshooter as far as I'm concerned. The MMA award, Mixed Martial Arts Award, is one of those as well. So five competitors here in Canada uh, that we feel have been standouts. Obviously, they're going to be voted on. Uh, So uh, nine categories in total. Those are seven of them. The eighth category is the Honor Award. And the Honor Award is this. What it means is manager, media, promoter, referee, or trainer that is what the honor award is. So somebody who's been behind the scenes, somebody who's made wrestling better just for their, their existence. So referee in a match, uh, a promoter who's done considerably well, uh, you know, here in Canada, Um, you know, media guy such as a writer or a journalist or a podcaster or somebody who does a website. Um, What am I missing here? Referee, obviously that third guy in the ring at times. And then the trainer, somebody who, has gotten people like Trish Stratus or edge or uh, you know, anybody like that to that next level. Um, Somebody who in the very beginning was a huge part of uh, somebody's career guys like Lance storm. Uh, So that is what the honor award is. Like I said, manager, media uh, promoter, referee, or trainer. That last award will not be mentioned until January the 18th, 2021. When we do the live show, Uh, That is uh, specifically and special to uh, uh, one performer out there. We have touched base with him. He's going to be part of the show on January 18th, 2021. And we will announce that live on that episode. Excuse me. So nine categories, eight votable categories. CPWHOF.ca is the way to be able to vote. Um, you'll see links on social media accounts for CWN Online, as well as you'll see them in the Canadian Independent Wrestling Facebook group, as well as the Scumbags of Wrestling. We'll have links as well. But guys, eight votable categories for the class of 2021 for the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN, and um, voting will take place 12 o'clock, so 12 o'clock on uh, Sunday, uh, which is November 1st, all the way through 11:59 p.m. Um, you know, on uh, November 30th voting, you can take and you can vote once you've got to do it through your Facebook account. So it's uh, that, that is your login. Uh, so we want to make sure you're not voting for the same person a thousand times over. Uh, but, uh, anyways, Facebook is going to be your login and then you'll be able to vote on all eight of those categories and you will see it go live on the website. So CPWHOF.ca on uh, Sunday, and then you'll see all the links, like I said, on social media. Um, I'm excited. Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN has been something that was talked about. Uh, You know, uh, Sean was on board. Christine was on board as well. Uh, You can check it. Like I said, CBWHOF.ca. You can see the voting more in detail. You can see the categories. Uh, You can see, um, uh, you know, a short bio on myself, uh, Christine, Sean, and then you'll see the, uh, the actual links to be able to vote there as well. Like I said, you'll have to be logged into Facebook. But uh, that's the only prerequisite. And then, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, a free-for-all, so to speak. And then uh, we will announce who gets in on the live episode on January 18th, 2021 for the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by uh, CWN. So I am excited there. Guys, um, from there, I talked about voting. Episode number 12, CWN, is going to take place uh, next Friday, November the 6th. So I'm just going to bring these back. Uh, So, yeah, episode number 12, November the 6th, live 7 p.m. Facebook, uh, YouTube, as well as Twitch, and then followed up on uh, Anchor to be able to present out to uh, audio such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, stuff like that. Uh, That weekend as well, you will see a prediction show as well as a recap show uh, with regards to AEW Full Gear. So that is coming up next weekend as well. Uh, survivor series takes place a couple weeks after that so and uh, i don't think impact has any uh, major pay-per-views i think i saw something before i went on air with regards to another impact plus special so i'll have to check that out but definitely next week like i said friday november 12th uh you will uh, november 12th <laughs> friday november 6th 7 p.m episode number 12 of uh, cwm weekly and then, uh, like I said, predicts will be um, uh, uh, AW Full Gear next weekend. So you'll usually see, I think the show's on the Saturday. So it'll be 3 p.m. for as far as the prediction show goes next Saturday. And then it'll be the the recap show following that, uh, usually 15 to 20 minutes after uh, AW Full Gear ends. So check that out. I want to say this. I want to say a huge thank you, guys. A huge thank you. For whatever reason, and a small little short story, a short story before I get off the air here. But the fact is, with regards to CWN predicts, last week when I was doing episode number ten, my goal was to talk about Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory on the show. So I was going to go over the matches. I was going to do basically quick highlights of them, and then that was it. And then when I looked at time, and knowing I had to do the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, um, the announcement for the first four categories there. I was like, there's no way in the world I can give the time to Bound for Glory. So, a big night for Impact Wrestling. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this into a prediction show. I'm also going to make this into a recap show. And that was my original plan. And then I was, the news wasn't the biggest last week um, you know, as far as, uh, how much I had. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it on the show. Episode number 10, it didn't happen. So I ended up doing the recap show and the prediction show. I'm going to say this. Thank you very much. And the reason I'm saying that is because I'm still growing, doing the CWN weekly thing. I'm still growing as far as the podcast goes, any of the stuff I do through CWN online, obviously I had 194 views. Okay. 194 views on YouTube with regards to the prediction show for Bound for Glory. And I I told my wife about it. I was like, I don't know this kind of glitch or whatever the case is. But even the recap show itself has a higher view count than the rest. But if you check out YouTube, uh, you can find the, the show. Nothing fancy about it, other than I'm talking about Impact Wrestling. But the fact is when it comes down to it, the like I said, right before when I on the or right before I went on the air tonight, 194 views on YouTube. That's absolutely freaking amazing. Thank you very much to anybody who checked out that show. Thank you very much to anybody who uh checked out the recap show. And my wife says, well, maybe you should put more emphasis on Impact Wrestling. And I've always loved Impact Wrestling way back to the, the weekly pay per view series days, so you know. Again, thank you very much. Uh, it was uh, you know almost two hundred views just for prediction show last weekend. So uh, kind of uh, kind of well, it makes me smile. <laughs> there we go, It makes me smile. Uh, website of course, cwnonline.ca. Uh, feedback at cwnonline.ca. As far as the email address goes, that is it right there. Social media links, stream and well not stream but uh, show all show. But that is the email address there. Feedback at cwnonline.ca. If you watch the show, uh, thank you very much live. Uh, If you're watching the show on replay, thank you very much. If you listen to the show, thank you very much. I enjoy doing this. Um, All I want to do is grow, make this bigger, make this as big as I possibly can. And, uh, you know, I can't do it without uh, the the viewership and the the listenership and everything else. Again, it is the last show that we will do. I will do as far as... uh, the month of october goes so hence the uh, the pink so the hashtag cwn online the feedback at cwn online that you can see right now uh, the pink rimmer, uh, ribbon up there in the corner uh, with regards to uh, the cwn logo uh, they are all because of breast cancer awareness month uh, which is taking place all of the month of october uh, next month obviously is november so you probably will see um, movember references uh, throughout the show I'm uh, not sure if i'm going to do everything kind of uh you know with regards to uh referencing uh the the pink and everything else obviously not for men um uh, because i think movember is usually i want to say yellow but i don't know i'll have to check that out i normally will put like a mustache on on the logo itself but uh we'll have to wait and see now i'm just rambling but hashtag breast cancer awareness month You will see the logos go back to normal uh, as far as the colors go for next week. Uh, Check me out at Chris Maloney CWN. Uh, That's the way to get in touch with me on Instagram as well as uh, Twitter. Uh, So check me out. uh, Give me a follow on there. Give the the show itself uh, a like on YouTube. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. I appreciate it. Like I said, I still am growing. Uh, But my goal is to get as big as I possibly can. And especially with the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. uh, My goal is to basically uh, try to knock this out of the park. So, guys, if you've watched, listened, thank you very much. I'll be back next week for episode number 12 of CWN Weekly. Again, November 6th, 7 p.m. Live on Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube. So, until next week. Guys, enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Halloween pumpkin man smiling behind me so uh yeah hopefully you guys have a safe and happy halloween and we'll see everybody again uh next friday for cwn weekly episode number 12 all right take care